Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. Here we all are. What a moment this is. It's a good time to be with with like-minded friends. And um, I'm, I thought I'd talk tonight about letting go of knowing. A lot of times uh, when, when one's in the Dharma seat, you're, you're giving yourself a talk. So um, this is for myself as, as much as everybody, just like last ones. I think last week I spoke about equanimity. Uh, so here we are at this, what, indescribable moment of mm, on the cusp between what's happened and who knows what's next. So letting go of knowing. Mm. It's it's been an interesting ride. I'll just say a few, I'll say some words and and hopefully uh, we can hear from you as well and offer some things for you to for us all to reflect on. Um, there is a, it was a great Zen master, um, Sung Sang, uh, when he was a monk, he was called Sung Sang Nim from, from Korea. And uh, I had the good fortune of uh, practicing with him. Uh, this is many years ago. And one of his, his main teachings, he would say in his, um, he, he didn't speak a lot of English, especially when he first got here. Um, but he would say his teaching in this very, uh, thick, very, uh, endearing uh, Korean accent. One of his main teachings was just keep don't know mind. And he'd, he'd say, where did you come from? Don't know. He would say with his Zen stick in his hand. What's the meaning of life? Don't know. What's going to happen next? Don't know. And he would say, uh, just keep this don't know mind and you'll be doing okay. It's when you try to know, I'm going to put on, uh, you got to keep your mute on. Uh, It's when you try to know or try to figure out or, uh, think you you've got you've got it all together. Uh, life comes along and shows you otherwise. So here we are in this amazing moment of uncertainty. I don't know about you, but um, for me, it, it's been uh, quite a a ride these last few few days. I, I went to bed on Tuesday evening and I, I, I won't hold back my my perspective and just saying, oh, okay, well, much of the world has been under, lives under authoritarian rule. Maybe we'll just find out what that's like. <clears throat> 
And, um, you know, maybe that's what's happening these next, these next years. So I, I really, there was a point where I just did, I had to, you know, uh, entertain that possibility. It was, and then I woke up and saw, oh, oh, maybe that's not happening. And then, you know, the last day or so, um, it, it, things have, have taken a turn, but what a ride. So I first just want to, as, as we explore this together, first ask you to reflect and maybe go inside for a moment and uh, reflect what's your experience been these last few days? All the different places, Dr. Seuss has this book, Oh, the Places You Go. Just notice all the places that you've gone inside. All the thoughts and the moods, responses. And here we are at this moment. What is it like for you right now? Besides hearing these words and being with, with other Dharma friends, what's it like for you right now? And, you know, the practice is all about allowing for this moment to be just the way it is. And just holding it with kindness and compassion and opening and allowing. Just tune into where you are in this process right now. And if you can uh, be here, this is not an easy thing to do in this time of unknowing or uncertainty. If you can, see if you can um, keep from toppling forward into the future and just be with what your experience is right now, right in this moment. Notice how slippery it is for us to lean forward into what's next. You can gently come back. Maybe before I go on, we can just take a few um, responses if you'd like. And there's obviously no right or wrong in this. But if you feel like you can raise your 
hand digitally. Uh, you go to the participants box and where it says raise hand, uh, just hit that. And uh, very briefly, just a few words, um, uh, just to describe what your internal experience is right now. And you can take a, a few comments like this. It'd be nice to have other voices be, before I go on. Where are you right now? You'll be speaking for all of us, just lots of different realities. What are you feeling? Mark, and you can unmute yourself and then, uh, then come on back. I don't like bullies. Okay. That's where you are. That's it. It's important to see and to acknowledge. Yeah. Jean. Well, it's kind of been a roller coaster, but I was just thinking something I heard that we really have to come to understanding of the other half of the country. Mm. So I guess I'm feeling curious and um, compassion for our hearts to my heart to, I mean, somehow understand the other half of our country. Mm. It seems so crazy, but how to turn that around to understanding. Mm. Thank you so much. That's, uh, it gives that's, me hope. Uh, yeah, that's been a, a big part of my practice, which is one of the things I, I wanted to explore a little bit as well. Thank you so much. It's, uh, it's so different than getting caught up in, um, in the frustration or the anger, um, although those, and if you're if you have frustration and anger, you have every um, every right and allowing and just allowed whatever it is. But um, I'm I'm really moved by what you're saying, uh, Jean. Joni, hi. Hi. Um, I've noticed in my meditation, there's kind of a lot of sloth and torpor going on. A lot of um, kind of numbing and needing to kind of cocoon a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but I want to agree with Jean. I was talking to somebody the, just last night or the other day, how my experience driving back and forth across the country a number, four or five times in the past four years is... Everywhere I went, people were wonderful. And I really, I have just a, a deep appreciation and love for this country in a way I'd never had before, really traveling across it so much. And not taking politics into account, individual people, everywhere I went, I, I, I never really had any trouble. I, in fact, I had a really lovely experience almost all the time all over the US. So when I keep that in mind and, and stop sort of dividing people into one camp or the other, mm -hmm. people have their reasons for doing all kinds of crazy ass stuff. And I do too. Mm -hmm. So that's where I am. Beautiful. Uh, what, what, what a great sharing. Yeah, and I guess in, in doing that and having that experience, you can see that 
there's there's goodness in there. Uh, perhaps as you stay away from a particular subject, uh, then that's that's who they are who wants to come through when there's not um, there's not a trigger of contraction. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, Gaia. Hi. Hi. Um, I, I'm going through a different experience because I'm up north, right? I'm in, I'm not in the U.S. I'm in Canada, but I know that I'm, I personally am thinking about it 24 seven. I mean, I must've checked my phone today over a hundred times and I kept thinking, stop. Like I will at some point find out because I have so many people I care about down in the U S and one of my, I'm in a number of different zoom groups and practice groups. And one of my friends went to protest uh, yesterday, the day before in Philadelphia, and now has a head injury from police, a police beating. She's a social worker. Mm -hmm. So I just, um, I notice, and I, and that's not to like, thank goodness that my friends are out there to at the protest. I'm just so sad that they're getting hurt. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of friends that are, you know, transgender and people of color. And I'm actually really, I can't seem to shake the feeling that I've had too much coffee all the time and I'm not really drinking a lot of caffeine. <laughs> so I think I've doubled at least my sitting time and just, I really, you know, we're up here rooting for you in Canada. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So thank you. Yeah. So I, I hope along with all of the thoughts, you, you get in touch with the caring that's, that's so strong in there and the, uh, and the concern um, that, that you're feeling, all of those wholesome qualities. Um, so, and thanks for your rooting. It's been interesting. You probably, if you know friends from outside of the U.S., you probably, like me, have gotten tons of texts and emails from, you know, I've gotten a number from Australia and New Zealand and Germany and England and uh, the whole world is in this moment. Isn't that amazing? Um, so thanks for your caring, Gaia. Serena, hi. Just where are you at right now? And you have to unmute yourself. And uh, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Hi. So something really amazing has happened to me. Mm. Very amazing. Let's hear. So I was really, uh, I've been really upset about this whole situation mm -hmm. and uh, really wanted, you know, Biden to win. Mm -hmm. I'm really sick and tired of, of uh, yeah. Trump. Uh -huh. And, you know, I, I feel like I've, I've lived through four years of turmoil. Right. So, um, but something really happened to me. Um, the, the day before the elections, I, I work the elections on most, most of the time. Mm -hmm. And the day before the elections, I just kind of did something that I usually do when I go on retreat which was to basically shut everything down. Mm -hmm. And actually I wind up making chicken soup. Mm -hmm. So I made a huge pot of chicken soup. Mm -hmm. I got up very early at three 30 in the next morning to, for the elections. Mm -hmm. I had a tremendous amount of equanimity and peace throughout the whole day. Mm -hmm. 
nice. And uh, somehow, with the exception of a short amount of time yesterday, mm-hmm. um, I was a- I've been able to maintain my sense of, in in a way, I've kind of pulled back. Mm-hmm. It's like um, things will get resolved. Me trying to check for emails and uh, the news, et cetera, et cetera, is not a good idea Mm -hmm. because I will do nothing but make myself miserable, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be involved in this uh, fighting. I don't don't want to be there. So I decided to, like, detach. I really decided to detach. And there's a part of me that knows that it will be – it will get resolved. The people mm-hmm. who are involved in the fight will will resolve it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and my job is not to be. The best thing I could do for myself right now mm-hmm. is to just pull back and detach, mm-hmm. and have some serenity. Thank you. There you are, Serena. Huh? That's your name, huh? So uh, that's. Um, how how wise you thinking that this is what I need better than just driving myself crazy. So um, well done. I'm not saying that that's the right, always the right for everyone, but if you know, Oh, this is what's good for me uh, and you can really do it. You've let go of that needing to know and, um, and you going for some serenity. Thank you. Thank you so much. Lisa, Lisa Mariano. Hi, I haven't seen you in a long time. So nice to see you. Hi. So nice to see you too. So nice to be part of this group. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I volunteered on election day for the first time to work at the polls. And um, what I noticed and was surprised by was that there was equal representation among among volunteers, like it was probably 50 50. Mm -hmm. And what I was really grateful for was that the polls got set up and the polls got taken down and everything was fairly harmonious. And even when people came with intensity and were really charged, they were met in a good way. And, um, and that receiving them in a good way really just help to kind of equalize Mm. things and kind of deescalate the intensity. And I just kept in the back of my mind of like, no matter what side I had to remind myself, like people aren't their politics. And just like, I want peace in the world. This person making their choice wants peace in the world too. Mm. Just like I want harmony. This person wants, you know, so I really had to, um, try to be present and, and meet it with friendliness instead of stress. Mm. And I did notice the stress still managed to pass through. Like today, I just randomly felt like, Oh, this is anxiety passing through. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't immune in any way from that, but I was, I was really pleased by the experience um, of what I witnessed when, when I volunteered. So That's I'm grateful. So oh, wonderful. Is that in uh, Southern California? I know you, you yeah. used to be down by Hemet or something like that. Exactly. I'm in Idlewild. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm in Idlewild now. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Great. Good to thank see you. you. Good to see you. 
Thank you. Uh, any, any others? I, I have more to say, but it, it just feels good to have a, a sense of community here and, and to hear, uh, hear from you. Just me. Anyone else want to go? Jennifer. Hi. Um, I had two really good friends who studied with Sansanim. Uh-huh. Oh, great. And, um, I did that imitation all the time. So it was really, and he passed away recently. And it was really good to just hear you with that voice um, <laughs> say that. Uh, and when he did it, it went further. It was only don't know. <laughs> right. 10,000 years don't know. <laughs> try, try, try. And... I've been hearing that only don't know from a lot of people and I hear it in my mind. And then I hear that try, try, try. And I try to figure out how I make meaning out of that in this context. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And another one of his teachings that, uh, that are co it's coming to my mind, he'd say, only go straight. Yes. yes. Only go straight, you know. Don't let your mind go all over the place. Just this moment, stay focused on to the next moment and the next. Only go straight. Oh, thank you for, for sharing that. Yeah. Only don't know. Wendy, hi. Whoops. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm feeling um, I haven't been... Um, checking my phone a whole lot. I, I have been kind of um, checking in periodically with the news. Um, and that's, that's better for me, um, my nervous system. Um, but I'm just so grateful for my practice. I am so grateful. I'm grateful for Sangha. Um, I'm, I'm grateful that I have, you know, be, because of the practice I have that I have choices of how to be with all this, this roller coaster that's going on. And I can think back to other times in my life when there was some really horrible nationwide kind of thing going on. And I just was always on the roller coaster. And now I have choices of uh, how to be with the roller coaster. Mm. And uh, that's um I'm just feel very grateful, I guess. And, and I really appreciate it in, I came in late to the, to the sit. Um, but I really, um, when you said, let's try to do this without toppling forward. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, I, you know, I was able to just, you know, settle into the now and the moment and just, just feel it as such a refuge to feel mm -hmm how it is right now as just such a refuge mm -hmm. um, given everything else that's, you know, flying around, <laughs> you know, just beautiful to be here. That's it. Yeah. The, the, the present is the refuge. Mm -hmm. As soon as you start figuring out or try to think how it's going to be, the mind gets, gets caught up and, and stirred up. And of course, it's so human to do that. So there's no judgment, but just to see that you have a choice. Oh, this moment is workable. This moment is manageable. So um, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll talk for 
a, a little while and uh, we'll see if there's uh, other comments as, uh, as we go on. Um, oh, wait, we got one more. Okay, Dwight, I see your hand up and uh, why don't you just share and then, and then I'll, I'll share a little bit more. Yeah, I've, um, buddy, well, speaking of the role, yeah, I've been all over the place and I'll, I'll add a little humor here and then a little bit of, of my own anger that I realized had come up. But our friend from Canada spoke a moment ago. There was a great meme I saw the other day that said, Dear America, emotional support Canadians are on standby. If you have not yet received your emotional support Canadian, all capitals, one will be assigned to you shortly. Mm-hmm. So... I, I'm happy you guys are sending whatever juju you are. Um, I had a moment in this when I talked to you and, you know, visited with you the other day. I mentioned, James, that, that I gave to a lot of the folks running for Senate. And uh, I've never given before. I'm, I'm terribly opposed to our way we fund elections. But this year felt so important. Well, I gave nine candidates. All of them lost and all of them lost pretty darn badly. And. I, I experienced quite a lot of anger. It wasn't, it, it the, the loss of the money isn't going to make a, a difference to me, but I was, I, it was, I, I was shocked sort of by it, like, wow. Um, and I don't know if it was about the polling partly, but just so, yeah, when I, when I realized that was going on, I thought, all right, let's take a little deeper look at, at, at you know, what's going on. And um yeah, some oof, some good some good opportunity for self reflection here. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Dwight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, we don't know. Only don't know. That there's a Alan Watts wrote wrote a book, um, a really uh, great book, and the title says it all: the wisdom of insecurity. We're we're always looking for something to uh, to make us feel like we we have it under control. This is a quote that I I thought I'd pull up from that. Um, he says, uh, where "Is it?" Where is that quote? Uh, Here it is. The desire for security and the feeling of insecurity are the same thing. To hold your breath is to lose your breath. A society based on the quest for security is nothing but a breath retention contest in which everyone is as taut as a drum and as purple as a beat. So there is this wisdom of letting go of knowing uh, because it will unfold as it does. But when I find myself getting caught in wanting to know, and if there's Uh, any kind of contraction in my mind. I mean, there can be a vision. I can have a vision of possibilities and uh, my heart opening. But if there's this feeling of um, contraction that's also accompanied by fear 
or worry or anger or outrage, why, why do they think the way they do? It's almost guaranteed to um, stir up the mind and create more dukkha, create more suffering for yourself. So in that letting go of knowing there is a kind of freedom yeah, it, it will unfold as it does. Uh, I'm remembering one of my teachers, I'll pull him up. One of my main teachers is a, 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 um, an Indian man, Vida, um, um, Advaita teacher. His name was Punjaji. I'll show you a picture of him here. H.W.L. Punja. And uh, he was a Ramana Maharshi uh, uh, disciple, Dharma heir. And he would say, one of his main teachings, no place to land, he would say. That was one of his, no there is no place to land. Don't you see that? And when you could let go of needing to land anywhere and just kind of free flow, that's where, that's where freedom is. Um, Ajahn Chah, one of his main main um, responses, uh, it, it's in, in Thai, Jack used to say it a lot, I, I forget, Ma now or something like that. If you speak Thai, maybe you know. And it was, who knows, you know, who knows, you know. Or groundlessness, the, the, the Tibetans talk about, yeah. Um, there's a sense of freedom in groundlessness but it's not such an easy thing to do, is it? When the mind gets caught in contraction and fear, then it's just a slippery slope into who's the bad guys and who are the good guys. And uh, it was so beautiful, who, who was it, maybe Jean was saying about, or and Joni when go, traveling across the, the country, that instead of making it good guys and bad guys or focusing on those people that think differently than, than I, than I do somebody very close to me. I'm we were texting throughout the, throughout these last few days and uh, they have a habit of just seeing only the worst and getting really um, frustrated and angry and they kept on, we kept on saying, oh, look, there's this possibility. Ah, but look at all those people who are, and we went back and forth. And I love this person dearly. They're very close to me. Um, and I, it was just feeling the pain of how they were so fixed on all the others in this, in this society. And I, I wanted to, to read a, a part of a beautiful uh, article that was in today's times that points to this, that uh, I, I got very, uh, I was very moved and, and, and inspired by this, by um, uh, an African-American woman, Nell Irvin Painter. Uh, she says, it shouldn't be this close, but there's good news too. And I'll just read a little bit. Mm -hmm. 
My people are wringing their, their hands and tearing their hair out over the early presidential election returns. How could it be so close? After all we've been through with the lying and the white nationalists and the children in cages and 230,000 plus dead from COVID-19, how could tens of millions of our fellow citizens still have voted for Mr. Trump? I don't know though I nod along with some of the guesses, white resentment, evangelical Christianity, macho masculinity, anti-abortion, the fate of retirement accounts and restaurant jobs. The question and its positive answers were not upmost in my mind's eye, for I focused on images of voters of all political beliefs queuing up in circumstances as varied as rain, as rain in Georgia, cold in Montana, and heat in Arizona, older people with their walkers standing patiently for hours, indigenous Americans on horseback riding 10 miles to vote, parents, their kids on their shoulders, lines stretching for blocks, nearly as long as the lines of cars at food pantries a few months ago, the vertical shapes of Americans standing in wait to vote one after another in their masks and for the most part socially distanced, an estimated 100 million voters cast their votes early with rounds of applause, often greeting first-time voters. And she goes on to say how She's choosing to see the good, to see all the caring, to see the commonality that was mentioned before. So what we, what we choose to focus on, as the Buddha says, we are what we think. We, with our thoughts, we make the world. Gave a talk on this a few weeks ago. We are what we think with our thoughts, we make the world. And what we choose to focus on, if we, cho- if we focus on how crazy this can be, how can people feel differently than, than what makes sense to me, uh, we'll drive ourselves crazy. But if we, one, see the good, and then as was also mentioned about how we really want to try to understand why somebody thinks the way they do, instead of saying, why are they doing what they're doing just with a different inflection and saying, oh, why are they doing what they're doing? Why do they think the way they do? Then the heart can open with, with some understanding. I mentioned last week, I think I mentioned it last week, I've been reading these two books, uh, one about a white nationalist superstar who was groomed to be the, the, the next um, leader of the white nationalist movement who had a transformation. It's a really good book, uh, Rising Up From Hatred, uh, about this guy, Derek Black. And talking about his transformation 
And he now, uh, you can see him on YouTube, um, uh, just talking about how his mind was shaped in a certain way that made complete sense to him. And in his community of loving people who felt like he did, and uh, it was like he was in the matrix and then stepped out and saw, oh, there's another way of seeing, seeing this. I'm reading another book, The Cure for Hatred by uh, Tony McAleer about this skinhead white supremacist who was involved in lots and lots of violence. And he too had an awakening. And now he, he's a very inspiring speaker who, who talks about um, how the heart can be turned uh, into uh, the toxic shame can be turned in on itself and comes out as violence and through self-compassion and compassion and a lot of work that he did, he now speaks to others who were caught in that, that mindset and seeing, seeing the goodness in them. And this is what the Buddha why the Buddha taught that, that we have this Buddha nature inside of all of us. And it's up to us at this time to not shut people out who just have been raised a different way or conditioned. It's all about causes and conditions. And that helps me let go of knowing or trying to figure out why and just seeing, oh, there's work to be done of bringing more compassion into this world. So I was with somebody who um, uh, is with her mother in Florida now. She lives out here in, in, uh, in California, but she was with her, her mother um, and wanted to go back there to vote. And she and her mother and one other person in their, their big complex and their whole neighborhood are the only ones that don't have big Trump signs out. And she said, it's amazing that in that environment, you could see why somebody is just conditioned. This is the way it is. This is the way normal people are. And she said it was a real practice. They're nice people. You know, uh, if you don't get into politics, they're good people. And this is just the mindset and what they've been fed, all the messages and information they've been, had, been fed. So I, I share that just not to, uh, not to get you out of your, your, hmm, worry and concern or uncertainty, but at least maybe to get you uh, to shift from the negativity that the mind gets into and seeing there's a Buddha in everyone. There's the kingdom of heaven in everyone. Some uh, might be not be able to, to connect with it in this lifetime. Uh, hopefully uh, the karmic unfolding 
you know, everyone is possible to wake up. Angulimala, a serial killer in the Buddha's time, he woke up and became a fully enlightened being. I'm not holding my breath on, on that for, for a lot of people, but to not give up and see that um, many, many people are really good people who just have different mindset and uh, um, see things in a different way. And that doesn't mean that you say, oh, yes, okay, that's then every, just let everyone be there, be who they are. Because what we want to do is bring as much love into this world as possible and not bring more hatred and othering. We have too much of that. Uh, and in the meantime, to let go of that toppling forward and to see there is a natural unfolding in all of this, more than just not only this moment and this week and this year, but the, this era, this unfolding where we're on a continual journey of awakening and then to come back to the refuge in this moment. The next one will take care of itself. And every time we see ourselves toppling forward, uh, can I bring some connection and equanimity and compassion and minimize the, the hatred and the contraction and the fear? Because that just adds more of those qualities into the world and there's enough already. How can we bring our practice not only to support ourselves, but to bring a little bit more kindness and compassion and patience and, and balance into our lives. <clears throat> so I <clears throat> hope you um, can hold your practice in, in that way. And whenever you see yourself toppling forward, just to play around and make it a, make it a little game. I like to make it, a, make it as a practice, as an awareness game to just see, oh, I'll know when I know that rather than, rather than getting caught in fear and uncertainty, uh, the way I see the practice is that trust becomes stronger, not trust that everything's going to work out, but trust that my awareness will meet that moment when it comes. It always has. And the more we can stay connected to our practice, the more we have the tools to meet that moment when it comes with humility and grace and love. So maybe I'll just uh, stop there and uh, see any other comments or things that you wanna share um, in these last moments. If you'd like, you can uh, raise your hand uh, in the participants box or uh, just unmute yourself. If not, I have a little something I wanted to um, share to, with you to bring up our spirits. Oh, here's uh, Mark. Hi, 
why don't you share and then I'll do that. I just want to add to my comment about bully that I've had a couple of people reflect on the trauma that we've been through and that therapists are going to have a lot of work to do. It's really, it's really been intense. Thank you. Yep. And, and not only therapists, but we can be there for each other. You know, you don't have to have a, a therapist's uh, credential to know that just being there and helping somebody else hold their anxiety and their fear is, um, is good enough. Yeah. Anyone else before we go? Oh, Scott, did you want to say something? Yeah, I just wanted to say um, thank you for introducing me to Wisdoms, the Wisconsin Democrats organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave them a little bit of money and I did a little bit of calling with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have these Zoom calls before and after, you know, to sort of brief and debrief. And and those people just seem like really wonderful, hardworking people of all ages mm-hmm. working together and working so hard. And um, still have the fingers crossed there, but things are are definitely looking better than they were before. So I was very uh, happy to know about them. So mm, thank you. Thanks. And and whatever work you've done uh, in this election, um, feel good about it. Whatever the the outcome, feel good that you put your heart and your caring in 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 a good place. And uh, even if it didn't turn out the way, uh, the way you'd like in whatever race you donated to, like Dwight, just feel good that you expressed your caring. So here's, uh, you know, Eve isn't here tonight. She uh, sends her regards and regrets. But um, I thought we'd, en- uh, we'd end with a, a song, uh, one of a song that I play a lot. And I've been playing a lot these last weeks um, that you probably know. And this is really um, what I hold in my heart. Um, I think you'll know it.
So let's put a little bit more love into the world and uh, wish you the best these next few days. Let go of trying to figure things out, be here in the moment, bring a little bit more love into the world and to yourself. And may our coming here together be of benefit to all beings everywhere. human, non-human, and to the planet. May all know the highest happiness and peace. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.